episode of D-List of the Podcast. I'm Michael K. And I'm Allison. So uh, if you are listening to this podcast, and there's a very good chance that you've seen our podcast artwork, and we should really give it up for our very own Allison, our very own Caroline in the City, because she drew it. She drew I wish. our faces. I did. I did draw it, but I do appreciate the Caroline in the City comparison. Yeah, Allison in the City. Yeah, because it's... Allison in the Shitty, since this is D-list of the podcast. So, <laughs> Allison in the Shitty. Actually, there was a porn, I think, of Caroline in the City, or I think it was Caroline gets it in the Shitty. Something like that. I feel Look like t- it Titty could have also worked, too. Yeah, that works, too. I'm sure it's out there. And if it's not, somebody make it. Yeah. Live your truth. Uh, yeah, I drew our faces for it. and um, You did an A++ job. I look like a young George Takei. I look like a young George Takei who is both holding in a secret and a fart. Because oh. my lips are like, you know. <laughs> That's great. And I kind of look like somebody who just came back from the dentist. I can't draw yeah, you myself drugged well. up. I looked really drugged up. That's kind of... But I, cute drugged up. You look like the stoner in Archie. What is that comic called? Uh, is it called Archie? Yeah, it's called Archie. I'm like, You Archie? look like the stoner kid in Archie World, in Riverdale. Like Moose? Was he a stoner? Moose was dumb. No, you don't look dumb. You look like a stoner. I don't think... Is there is, is there a stoner in Archie? Jughead? Are you saying I look like Jughead? Again, I'll take that. Jughead. Sure. <laughs> but uh, one day, maybe, perhaps, we'll release the uh, the original drawings that I'd done. It took me a couple times to get our likeness. And um, my favorite one is uh, one that makes us both look like a police sketch. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. we both look like criminals. Yeah, it's beautiful. I think I might frame it and give it to you for Christmas, because I would say it's probably the best work I've ever done. It really is because you made us look like what kind of criminal? We look. We don't look like uh, murderers. We look like we look like gas station thieves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gas station drug addicts. Yeah, I'm gonna forward that picture to all of my college teachers and be like, "See, I do good work. Thank See, you very yeah. much. I am like Caroline in the city." Yeah. <laughs> okay, so good job on that. A plus plus. Let's now get into it with, uh, we're starting with Jeffrey Owens. Jeffrey Owens, he played Sandra Huxtable's husband, man, etc. Alvin Thibodeau on The Cosby Show for most of the show's run. The show ended in 1992. He took it all the way. Jeffrey still works in, you know, still does acting. He does theater. He does TV. He does movies. But in order to help pay the bills, he got a job at a Trader Joe's in New Jersey. Uh, some customer, a total asshole, <laughs> recognized him as Elvin, and I guess thought that Elvin working at a Trader Joe's was a story. So took pictures and then sold those pictures. And her, you know, riveting account of being helped by Elvin from the Cosby Show to the Daily Mail, Fox News picked it up and they covered it as though it's news. And the whole thing they painted it in a like you know, how the mighty have fallen sort of vibe. Many came to Jeffrey's defense, including Terry Crews, Justine Bateman, Blair Underwood, and Tyler Perry, who offered him an acting job on one of his shows. Jeffrey was 
on Good Morning America, where he proudly wore his Trader Joe's name tag and said that he's been working at trade that Trader Joe's for 15 months because he wanted a job that was flexible and allowed him to take acting jobs. He's since quit that Trader Joe's because of all the attention. And he said he was at first devastated when the photos came out. But because of all the support, the shame did not last. And then he ended by saying, no one should feel sorry for me. I've had a great life. I've had a great career. I've had a career that most actors would die for. So no one has to feel sorry for me. I'm doing fine. And every job is a valuable one. His attitude is such a Trader Joe's attitude, too. Like, I know that I don't know if they cover this in training. I've never been fortunate enough to have a job at Trader Joe's because I've only been in a Trader Joe's a couple times. Um, But it feels his whole thing about being like, I don't want to just take an acting job. I want to work for it. You know, I'm happy to audition. That feels very Trader Joe's to me because they're always so positive every time I've been in there. Like even when my bags are super, super heavy, they're always like, no, let me carry this for you. I'm like, really? You don't have to do that. <laughs> no, why well, too nice? I was. I'm a Trader Joe's hoe, so I'm always at Trader Joe's. And I was just in one, and the cashier—I forgot what song was playing—and he rolls his eyes, and I'm like, what? And he says, this fucking song. If I have to listen to it <laughs> one more time. So no, they're not always positive, but I loved that, and I fell in love with him. And now I always go into his line because we're gonna bitch about the songs you found you found like the diamond in the rough at trader joe's because all of my trader joe's people are always the type where you know if you spill over the peach juice at the sample table they just smile they're like that's fine here's a coupon for peach juice like oh but i've made such a mess yeah but even if it wasn't trader joe's you know if it was whatever who the fuck cares especially fox news i know when they eat putin's ass for a check So they shouldn't even shame anybody about any job. Oh, literally any job is better than working at Fox News. And also working at Trader, any job, again, any job is better than defending Bill Cosby, like some former Cosby show stars, cough, Rudy Huxtable, cough. Yeah. And I think this, this opened up, I think, a discussion where people, some people think, you know, when you, when you were on a hit show years ago, that means you're always going to have money. And that you're always rich and that, you know, so they're shocked when someone else, when, you know, an actor that was on a hit show is now working a different job, which, yeah, yeah, I mean, the percentage of actors who get a regular paycheck and can pay the bills just from acting is probably so small. And not everyone is jerry seinfeld like david putty yeah. still has to do car rental commercials and when i say has to i mean it's not even has to he's he's an actor he wants to do car rental commercials well and not only that but something you don't have to worry about because you're canadian is health insurance right so you can get a job at trader joe's and get that health insurance because health insurance costs a kidney and once they take that kidney to pay for your health insurance you know they're going to charge you for the surgery it took to get that kidney i mean it's no joke so getting a job to get health insurance makes sense. Plus the discount on great food. That's what I was going to say. I was going to ask if they get a discount. Do you think they definitely do? You they know absolutely do. Yes. I've looked it up. Again, I can't get a job at Trader Joe's, but I've looked up what is the discount at Trader Joe's and it's great. Then to me, that makes it the place to work at because huh. their frozen chocolate covered bananas are the are amazing. And I can eat an entire box like it's attached to Alexander Skarsgård's crotch. 
So I would get a job just so I can get a discount on those. Absolutely. Um, This seems as good a time as any to move on from job shaming to fake nudes shaming. And by that, I will ask you a question, Michael. So would you break up with someone if they sent you a fake celebrity nude? No, I would keep them forever. Exactly. That's That's a sign of true love. It's marriage material. Well, apparently that's one of Lil Xan's dating deal breakers. Okay, explain to everyone over the age of two and a half years old who Mm -hmm. Lil Xan is. Zane? Xan. Lil Xan. We've talked about him before, but just explain. So Lil Xan is 21 years old. Um, His full name might be Lillian... Xanadu. I'm not entirely sure. I'm pretty sure it stands for Little Xanax, like the pills. Yeah, it does, yeah. Um, He is a rapper. He's what I like to call an internet rapper, where he's a rapper who's famous, but I've never actually heard any of his songs. But if you go to YouTube, he's got like tons and tons of, you know, views on his uh, raps. Raps, I sound so old. (laughs) Um, He also has tons of face tattoos. He sort of looks like a little kid. He's very, he's 21, but he looks like a little kid who got into like a box of markers. The thing about him is, does anybody know what happened to Corey Kennedy? Because are we sure that Corey Kennedy just not, did not just reinvent herself as a 21-year-old rapper with face tattoos? Because they really look like twins. Oh, this is, this is definitely a Tony Clifton situation. Yeah. For sure. I'm convinced. So 21-year-old little Zan was kind of became more famous to the rest of us recently because he started dating 18-year-old Noah Cyrus, sister of Miley, daughter of Billy Ray. And um, they've dated for about a month. We saw them like kiss on the red carpet of the VMAs, which is very sweet. Uh, But they're not together anymore because she sent him a Photoshop picture of singer Charlie Puth. Again, Charlie Puth for everyone over the age of six. Um, he's a singer, but he's not like a SoundCloud rapper like Lil Xan. He actually does. He's like a Shawn Mendes. Yeah, I'd say he's Shawn Mendes with like, like a Justin Bieber. Yeah, with in- more interesting eyebrows. That's how I would describe him. Yeah, he looks like knife fight eyebrows, you know, like someone, <laughs> yeah. like vanilla eyes. He's hard Shawn Mendes. So, um, uh, Noah Cyrus sent him a picture of um, Charlie Puth's head photoshopped onto a porn star's body. And little Zan thought that was proof she was cheating. So he dumped her. Then he announced um, the music video for the song that they were doing together called Live or Die wasn't happening. He was totally done with her. And then Noah was, went on Instagram, was crying and saying, like, we broke up. It was all very sad. Or is it sad Lil Xan spoke out about his breakup um, in a now-deleted Instagram story saying he didn't dump Noah because of the picture and that he didn't want to say why he, like, broke up. But he did say that he was in a fake relationship that was set up by Columbia Records. A scandal. Exactly. No, and here's where it even gets more... As I I will not pronounce that word because I know I'm going to screw it up. Escandalo. Uh, Noah says that it was a real relationship that started out after Lil Xan slid into her DMs thus beginning the darkest conspiracy theory of our time or any time. See, the thing is, if it is a fake relationship, then little Xan fucked up because the first rule of being in a first fake relationship is you never admit you were in a PR relationship. You never admit it. So his career as a beard or whatever is over, which I'm sure he would have a great career as a beard, since I'm sure many A-list ladies are looking to hire a, a rapper with face tattoos whose name should be Little Basalts as their <laughs> fake boyfriend. 
Yeah, he could say goodbye to fake dating Bella Thorne. Um, yeah, to Kaylee dating, Cuoco, I don't know, Bella Thorne's sister. Exactly. Jennifer Aniston. Obviously, that was a name that was probably thrown in there. Um, and all the thing that bothered me, though, because uh, this all started over that stupid yeah, photo, which was like, Photoshop picture. Dude, so he thought he, Sean Mend that was a real picture of Sean Mendes naked, and he sent it to Noah because they're fucking. Or, sorry, what's, what's the other one's name? Charlie Puth. Charlie Puth. That there he's fucking noah cyrus and sent her a nude no, no that noah cyrus is fucking charlie Pooh. yeah that's what and i mean she said yeah she sent it to him and he thought she was bragging like look what i have now but the picture if you look at it is oh it's the only so thing fake it's pr- yeah the only thing it's proof of is that he needs like an eye exam because you can or almost he see needs the to get where his Xanax, head is that black mark Xanax because it is so i could do a better photoshop job than that it was t- it was terrible but Anyway, so obviously we're just going to watch this play out and see if it was a fake relationship or not, if that bong he gave Billy Ray was a fake bong too. Meanwhile, everybody who's listening to this is still saying, who? They have no idea who these people are. And really, you should stay in that space because it's a beautiful space to be. Okay, so now let's end with some real news. So on Twitter, a video from ESPN made the rounds of a woman named Alexa Greenfield, dipping her chicken fingers into a Coke. Coca-Cola, not the white stuff. Um, next to a kid in the eating section at the U.S. Open. Everybody got grossed out, dragged her for dipping chicken fingers into her Coke. And Fox 5 got a hold of her, got the interview of the century. And she thinks it's funny. She's not mad about it. And she explained why she did it. So she said, my dad started me with dipping chicken fingers in soda to cool it down, but I just loved the taste and kept going. Once I got older, I gave it up for a while, assuming it would be way too weird to bring it into adulthood. But one day I said F it and restarted. The funny part is that this story starts with me telling my nephews, listen, I'm about to do something really weird. It is a huge secret and you can't tell anybody. Don't tell your parents and don't tell any adults because it's pretty embarrassing. Then I caught got, got then I got caught by some cameraman and now I'm viral. Ooh, you never tell a kid I'm about to tell you something, don't tell your parents. No. It doesn't matter what it is, chicken fingers, nothing. That's never, never a good tell thing. a child that. That's never good. No. Thing. No. No. <laughs> now, is it that gross? I mean this I mean chicken fingers are my one of my favorite food. I love same. chicken fingers. Same. But I'm a purist i never eat it with sauce hardly eat it with sauce i like chicken fingers like i like my butt sex dry and scratchy but oh wow um yeah so i just like them plain so to me dipping them in anything especially coke sounds disgusting but then again many people think eating dry chicken fingers are disgusting so i'm not really one to judge but do you think no. it's weird? The, what I she says that her dad told her it's a trick to cool him off. I think he was fucking with her. Well, yeah, because how many times have you had a chicken finger that's like you went and got it and you sat down and like in that ten minute span, the chicken finger is still so hot that it will burn off the first layer of your tongue. That well, and never you just happens. blow it. Like most yeah. things, when all else fails, blow it. Yeah, that's the life lesson yes. that she should have been taught <laughs> by her dad. Oh, no. Shh, don't I tell know, anyone. Don't tell anyone. But bl- oh, God, secret. this went. Yeah, <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> okay, so what were you saying? 
Oh, um, I was just going to say, for me, I don't think it's gross that you dipped it in Coke because I like, I'm kind of like you. I like a dried chicken finger. I also like so a chicken you do finger with that's sauces? like, yeah, I do lots what of sauces. sauces? I, What's I, your favorite? Okay. First of all, barbecue. Secondly, my favorite sauce is Chick-fil-A sauce mixed with buffalo. Oh my God. You mean mixed with the tears of gays? You homophobe. I mean, I mean, I, I've never gone to Chick-fil-A. I've never, I will never the go Canadian, there. You mean the Canadian, um. The Canadian chicken place, Chick-fil-A. A. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. We're actually getting a Chick-fil-A, and I'm not going to be there on opening day to get that, you know, free totally chicken sandwiches there. for life coupon. I'm definitely not. But I like those sauces, but I just figure, like, if you're going to dip it in Coke, you're still, like, when I eat chicken fingers, it's pretty I'm, drink- I'm drinking a drink as well. So, really, you're just cutting out the middleman by dipping it in coke she's also onto something because to me a chicken finger dipped in coke is so american she should take it to the state fair circuit and sell it in the state fair because a chicken finger dipped in coke is like the jizz of the bald eagle basically yeah so she can make a lot of money doing that the only thing that's missing is fireworks Okay, so now we're going to go through five stories, which you think, which we think you need to know, starting with Bobby B. Uh, BET is doing a mini series about Bobby Brown's life, and there's a scene in it where he fucks Janet Jackson in a hotel room, and when they're lying in bed, they get into a fight about DeBarge. Janet Jackson married DeBarge in 1984. So they get into a fight. Bobby B pulls a bang bus on her by kicking her out of his room. And leaves her in the hallway in nothing but underwear. This story is 100% true and is totally believable and just wasn't conjured up in Bobby B's mind. Yeah, Bobby, I'm not going to accuse Bobby Brown of spending those years high out of his mind. But Of course not, never. I, but I'm willing to put money on the... I'm willing to like wager that it wasn't even Janet Jackson, that it was some housekeeper. That no, was a mop. Named, yeah, or a housekeeper named Janet who was there to drop off clean towels. And he's like, get out of here. And she's like, yeah, I'm leaving. Jesus, I'm just giving you some towels and soap. Calm down, Bobby Brown. But what's good about hearing this is if you t- decide if you make the wrong decision of fucking Bobby Brown. As one And afterwards, does. you want to get out of it. Just bring up DeBarge. And he'll do you a favor by kicking you out of the room. So problem solved. Okay, so on to Lily Allen. Lily Allen Allen wrote in her memoirs that during the tour for her album Jesus, she was in a dark and lonely place and hired female escorts. She was married at the time and said she's not proud, but she's not ashamed. Yeah, when... When she said that it was because, like, I'm anybody can hire an escort. I'm, like, not one of those people that will ever escort shame. You know, it's... But you're about to escort shame. Oh, oh, yeah. But here I go. Here's what I got to say about escorts. No, I was going to say that dark and lonely is so different when you're rich. Because I can remember my darkest and loneliest moment. And it involved... You hired a Hershey's? A what? You hired a Hershey's and a Snickers? (laughs) I Clo- thought that was going to go how you... No, uh, cl- <laughs> no, close. I spent $2 on a giant family-sized bag of dill pickle Doritos, and I licked all the flavor off them. And like that was my that was my dark and lonely. But I feel sorry for the escorts, because <sighs> if you remember, she dressed up her husband's dick 
in blackface with an afro to make fun of Azalea Banks. So I can only imagine what she wanted to do with these escorts coochies. They're like that's not let's not even imagine that. They're like that's going to be an extra fifty bucks, please. Okay, on to Kanye West. Kanye West, uh, who last month declared his love for Pornhub on Jimmy Kibble, Jimmy Kibble, Pornhub on Jimmy Kibble, (laughs) is in negotiations, or as Page Six puts it, insane negotiations, to be the creative director of the first ever Pornhub Awards, which are happening this Thursday in Los Angeles. That's a nice callback to his wife's origin story. Yeah, it's sweet. It is. It's you know what? That's it's getting the, back to her roots. It's the kind of relationship I hope to be in one day. Really, um, I you can't tell me that he's not gonna like. This is a terrible decision because he's not not going to change the name to the Pornier Awards, and everyone's gonna get an ugly sneaker instead of a trophy. <laughs> you know, when they give out the award for best masturbation, it's perfectly okay, and he should jump on stage and take that award because nobody. I mean, he spent his entire career jacking himself off so if somebody deserves that award it's him it's perfect and if he doesn't if he doesn't win it he needs to get up on stage that's what i said yeah he needs to jump on stage okay so on to posh and bex posh and bex also known as victoria beckham and david beckham are in october's british vogue she's on the main cover with her kids and most importantly their dog olive he's on the subscribers cover with posh and their daughter This comes after there was a rumor that he didn't want to be on the cover of British Vogue, but did it anyway. And about those cheating and divorce rumors, she said there's been rumors for 20 years, and they both know they're stronger together, so they will not break up. Yeah, I I believe her when she says that they're strong and that they're like together for their family. Yeah, strong. Strong with a dollar sign. Strong in their checking accounts. yeah. Yeah. But when she says that they're, you know... They're strong. They're stronger together. Everything's for their family. It's true because posing for the cheesy Christmas card realness that they gave in Vogue is the ultimate sacrifice for your family. Like when oh, yeah, so- the boys they were like, I can't believe this shit. Oh my god, they better buy me a insert name of a very expensive toy here. Oh, I looked up the one at like. I looked up one of their ages, and one of them is 16. That's not even the oldest one. And yeah, I thought... The oldest one... Brooke, the oldest one's like 19. Yeah, he old. He was dating... Um, Chloe Moretz. Her, yeah. Thank but you. Like, but think about when you're like 19 or 16, and your mom said, okay, I'm going to give you some water guns, and you're going to play fight with your brother and sister while I sit here in couture looking gorgeous. I'd be like, do you understand the sacrifices I'm making for you, mom? No, I would be like, you've given me an amazing life. I'm driving a Range Rover. I never have to fly commercial. I'll do anything you say. <laughs> like, give me that water gun. So, on finally, Janet Jackson. So, yes. Janet Jackson, we started with Janet. Now we're ending with Janet. Full circle, Janet. Yeah, circle she, of life. Yeah, she did an interview with 96.7 Beat in Atlanta, and Hot Cheetos were brought up. And she had no idea what they are. What they, she, a question mark came out of her head. It's like they asked her who Bobby Brown is. She had no idea. She don't know her. Does Janet Jackson eat hot Cheetos? Hot Cheetos? No. <laughs> okay, that means no. <laughs> what? I don't even know what hot Cheetos, hot Cheetos is like the good thing. You really don't know what hot Cheetos are? No. They're like Cheetos, but they have hot sauce on them. Oh, really? Yeah. I wish that they had waited a bit because they asked her, 
you know, do you know what hot Cheetos are or whatever? And she, they jumped in too quick and said, oh, well, hot Cheetos are. And I wish that they had waited and been like, what do you think hot Cheetos are, Janet? Sexy Cheetos with heels and and a bikini. She's like, yeah. yeah." She's like, I think one of my backup dancers is a hot Cheeto. Oh, no, that's not how she sounds. She sounds, that's why I love her, like, baby telling a secret voice. Yes. Hot Cheetos. I can't even, I'm not even going to try and do it. I'll try to do it. She's like, hot Cheetos. Is that Whisper when, more. Is that when Tito? Lower. Is that when Tito forgets his wallet and tries that to leave without like, paying? That sounds like Marilyn Monroe after ten packs of cigarettes, but close enough. So what you're trying to say is I Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, or I could get a job as a phone sex operator. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe smoker, Marilyn Monroe line. It's a niche market. But I was going to say that I wish that I was that level of rich that I don't know what hot Cheetos are rich, but I love hot Cheetos, so I don't wish. That's a real catch-22. Yeah, I actually feel sorry for Janet because she's been around the world, but she's never had hot Cheetos. Millions of dollars, never ate a hot Cheeto. And that's a sad story. That does it for us for this show. But before we go, if you have any tips, you need any, you need some advice, or you there's a story you want us to cover email us at dtp at delisted.com. We really need to change this email. I always <laughs> want to say dp. dtp at delisted.com. If you have any questions or you want advice or you just want to send us Charlie Puth's head on a porn star's body. If you, you know the tr- if you know the truth about Lil Xan and Noah Cyrus, hit us up. Okay, until next time. Bye. Bye.